0: Hey guys, welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. So, this episode, we're gonna actually go back in time and we are going to not use Spotify music in the beginning of my podcast. The reason is, is less people actually get to view it via apps that they listen to. The only way you could listen to that particular podcast episode would be if you were using Spotify so if you used anything else you won't be able to listen to that episode so because of that I will be going to my normal formatting so back to the future with this podcast and future ones too or I was I should say back to the past (laughs) anyway um this is going to be also a little bit different than what I usually talk about so let's get into it. So, um, this episode is going to be, actually, I want to say the next few episodes will be very different. Um, if you hear any background noise or anything like that, I apologize. I'm also working from home at this time, so I am a working woman. Um, some things to know about me... is um i'm actually looking into getting gastric bypass when i was growing up i had been on diets since maybe i was at puberty so probably since i was nine years old i just started gaining weight and i um which is not too long into me actually being physically in school and I, I didn't actually know I was overweight until... Because kids kids don't notice those things until people point them out, you know? Um, honestly, I'm convinced that if no one in the world ever pointed out that someone was overweight, that those people would even know. Because I, as a kid, I didn't know. I was just like, yeah, I'm just chilling here. But one day, um, some some little boys that were in my grade came up to me. And then he said, she has boobs. And I was probably like eight or nine. And then a the boy said, it's because she's fat. She has boobs because she's fat. And that's when I realized that I was overweight, but also that I should probably be wearing a bra and that I was super ashamed of my breasts because uh, no one else in my grade had them. Actually, for a while, no one in my grade had them. I want to say it didn't hit people until you know, 8th or or ninth grade, when those bad boys started coming in for people, but I was just sitting there, and I always just kind of had boobs, I don't really remember being flat-chested for too long, so, um, that was the first time I realized that I was overweight, because someone pointed it out to me, now, um, you know, we would go on doctor's visits, the routine visits, and they would also say, your daughter is overweight, you know, if you have any health concerns, you should probably put her on a diet. Anything that I ever had wrong with me, they always attributed to me being overweight. So they're like, ah, put her on a diet, put her on a diet. So my mom did. And every time we would go, she'd try a new diet. And it got to the point where I think I was in middle school and she's like, for every pound that you lose, I'll give you a dollar because Back then, that was a lot of money to me. I'm like, oh, man, my mom's going to give me $20 for 20 pounds. That sounds great. But of course, I didn't stake with it because I, at the time, you know, was in a house full of siblings and I had my parents and everyone was eating regular good stuff. And I guess my parents never thought of we're all on a diet together and we're going to strictly enforce this because the only way I could get my hands on things would be my parents, right? It's not like I had the ability to order in or anything like that. So my parents would go on this health kick for two days where we would go walking, but everything else in our diet would stay the same and then they would stop and then the whole family would stop. So I can't remember how many diets I've been on, but definitely well, well, well into the double digits considering I have been on diet since I was nine years old, probably earlier than that, to be honest that's me being generous with a timeline. Um, so anyway, I've never not been on a diet. It's always yo-yoing with diets and most of the time they just don't work and they get too expensive and then my mom would have to quit because my mom would sometimes do them with me. She'd be the one to take me because I was too young to go by myself. Um... That was around the time that I also on TV, they started showing around my middle school and high school age, they started showing um, some of these episodes called Fat Camp, which was I think on MTV, I want to say. And honestly, that made me really want to go to fat camp, because it was people that looked like me, and they were getting healthy, and they didn't have parents there, and you were forced on this diet, you were forced to run, and you also had the bonus of socialization, right? You get to talk to other people that are in your situation. So the reality TV was there around my middle school years, and then a scripted show came out during high school um, that was also called Fat Camp. So... I went to my parents and I begged them for a year, please let me go to one of these fat camps. I really, really want to go. And, um, my mom, you know, she said, we'll try, we'll try, we'll see if insurance can cover it, but it would have been well into the thousands because think of it, it's room and board and all your food and all that's taken care of. And the kids, some of them were all summer and then some of them were only like two weeks, you know, so But if you really want to see results, you want to be there for long enough to create those habits, which would be probably 60 days or so. Um, Ultimately, after me begging, my mom did sit me down and tell me that insurance couldn't cover it and they didn't have money for it. So I wasn't able to go. So that began me still going on diets and just kind of living life. Um, When I got into my high school years, that's when my 600 pound life started coming up. And that's when I started seeing something called gastric bypass. So, um, as you can see, I am slightly uh, influenced by social media and uh, TV. But um, in that, it did show, you know, 600-pound people, wow, like, they have this surgery and their lives are different. And a part of me was, like, watching the show because, thankfully god I'm not 600 pounds like wow this is making me feel so good like thank god I'm not 600 like at least I'm not that weight and so I was watching it to feel good about myself but also a little bit jealous because I know even before I actually knew the price I knew gastric bypass is a pretty expensive surgery um especially I mean it varies based on states some states are much cheaper um and some states are much more expensive like um California, getting it there would probably cost way more than getting it done in maybe like Utah. They're just different areas, different costs of living, um, everything like that. So I uh, kept working. Uh, I mean, I went to college, I was working, all that stuff, but I was on my dad's insurance. I've been on my dad's insurance since I was a little kid, so nothing in the plan would change that would make gastric bypass even an option. And I didn't even consider gastric bypass until I hit a certain weight threshold. And I was like, I'm only going up in in in, uh, in pounds and I'm not losing anything. And even when I try to lose, I just, I can't. So finally, my dad retired um, a couple of years ago and I had to go on my own insurance. And that's really when I started considering gastric bypass, because that was when I decided that I can maybe be eligible for it depending on the insurance that my company has. So I called, called around, uh, talked to a few insurance agents, which by the way, if you are ever curious on your plan or anything like that, always call your insurance company. Don't even talk to your HR people because a lot of that is speculation. If you go straight to the insurance company, they can send you like highlighted I don't want to say a pamphlet, but highlighted um, pages that actually underline what is covered, what is not. If you have something very specific in mind, like for me, gastric bypass, they can also tell you not only if it's covered, but what you would need to stay covered. Like you might have to weigh a certain amount or you might have to have certain health issues or, you know, every, every, everyone's different, right? Some of them you have to be, um... You have to be on a program for six months before they'll even consider paying for your gastric bypass, while I heard some other people never had to wait. So, all based on your insurance, but anyway, at that time with my old job, insurance didn't cover it anyway, so I was kind of like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna stay on this uh, sinking ship, and, and trust me, I know you guys are like, just, um just exercise, just eat well. I have been down that road for a very long time and I, and I do try, but because of dieting for so long, um, I started to adopt this binging disorder (laughs) where, like, I'll be, like, pulling myself away from the foods that I like so much that when i stop the diet i'll binge and i'll binge and i'll binge or i'll um i'll be like okay well i'm gonna start a diet like december 1st so when i have that mental number in my head i'm just like okay well i'm gonna binge until i'm on the diet right so you start to create these really bad habits and my habits have been there for extremely long time um, a good example i hear that i'm sure everyone and <laughs> everyone in the world has heard is um, asking someone with, you know, bad, bad, bad eating habits that have been for years to just stop and exercise and, and eat better, like, it's really hard, it's really, really hard because it's not just one quick thing, like, a lot of things change, your social group changes, your friends change. There are a lot of friendships and relationships that you don't realize that are based around food. Uh, I have a best friend that she's a foodie and now I can't do things with her. Um, And, you know, you try to do things with these people that you might have had more of a relationship that is revolving around food. But um, ultimately, you can end up losing those friendships and people lose relationships like their spouses over this stuff. Um, it's not a small change and it's, it's really similar to, like I said, the example of, um, telling an alcoholic just to stop drinking, just don't go to bars, just drink one beer. Why do you have to drink all the beer? Just drink one beer. Like what's wrong with you? And it's the same thing when it comes to that. So it's hard because, um, again, it's something like you have to do all the time. You have to eat all the time. (laughs) Um, and if you don't eat, that creates another disorder. So it's actually super, super common for people that binge or that have other eating disorders that are overweight to end up being anorexic because you can just adopt a disorder very quickly. And you, it's it's like this very delicate scale where you can bounce from one to another extremely fast. So it's a delicate process and it's not as quick and easy as people can do. It's the same thing as um, when you see people that are like, "I just dieted and exercised and I lost a hundred pounds," that's the same thing as someone saying, "Like, I just quit cold turkey for, from an addiction." Like those people are extremely, extremely strong, and I am extremely jealous of them, and they have a lot of discipline, but I do not, and I have not, and I. I don't want to be the person that's like, well, let me just give it one more go. And then I wake up and I'm 30, 35 or 45 and I'm still in the same body. That's not good. And I don't want to be in this unhealthy body at a young age because this is like the best I'm going to be with the body I have right now. Um, and it's not not too good. So um, anyway, fast forward to September of this year, 2021. I actually ended up, um, starting a new job and the new job actually allowed me to have new insurance that covered my gastric bypass. So, um, I know that was a long roundabout way of saying (laughs) that I'm eligible for gastric bypass now, but I wanted you guys to understand the journey from there to now, just for you to really understand where I'm coming from because... This isn't a spontaneous, spontaneous thought. I actually did a lot of lots of research. I have not only done research on the procedure. I have not only talked to um, a doctor and went to an information session, but I also have talked to people firsthand that actually had this surgery. So I, I have done all the homework one can do without having the surgery. I know... The risks, and I know the benefits, and I know the lo- long, lifelong trials and tribulations that someone would have. Everyone is different, of course, but I, I do have a good idea. And now that I'm eligible for it, um, I actually have my first doctor's appointment tomorrow. So I know you guys are thinking okay, well, What does gastric bypass have to do with dating? (laughs) Like, why are you even telling us this on this platform? This is not a diet platform. This is not anything like that. Well, the reason why I'm telling you is because this affects my whole life. This affects everything. And I want you guys to know things about me that are not all dating, but eventually will lead into dating. Because um, I have had people in the dating scene that I have spoken to. And I told them, you know, I'm really heavily considering gastric bypass. And they'll say, you don't need it. You're not 600 pounds. Your body's like, I don't think you're that big. And I think you're beautiful the way you are. Like, are you going to lose your curves? Because I love those curves. And at the end of the day... (laughs) I understand what they're saying where they're trying to be really nice and cool about it, but um, I don't need someone to gas me up to make me feel like it's okay to be unhealthy, you know? It's it's not okay to be this, uh, this weight that I am. And everyone's different. There are some people that can rock it at any size. I can't because I know that this is the best time to do it. I'm young. I have a good quick bounce back. Um i can I'm still you know able to heal quickly and I can adapt to new situations and my whole life won't change as much as maybe someone in their fifties or forties so i'm I'm really really trying hard to do this as young as I can, which i'm twenty I just turned twenty five so if everything goes well, I should still be twenty five by the time I have my surgery, which is good and eventually I'm gonna start dating after my surgery, but also during my special diet and, and my new lifestyle that I'll be having for these upcoming six months. I have to be on this special surgery for six whole months. So, um, a special surgery, special diet for six whole months. So, um, all of this being said, I just want you guys to be on this journey with me. I would love to give you guys more advice and just really, every step of the way stuff, I, I went on YouTube and I, I looked up some videos, but I feel like I didn't get the information that I wanted. And I never saw someone that went like appointment one, appointment two, appointment three. I never saw anyone that did that. And I just thought maybe this would be kind of like a cool thing to do. Maybe someone will see this and be like, all right, like this is going to help me because I never saw it. And obviously insurances are all different, things like that. But, um, again, it does affect dating because my dating life right now is really weird. Is the same person going to like me when I'm this size versus my thinner size? Are they going to try to sabotage my, my diet? I've had many guys while I was on diets sabotage my diets. They'll say, no, no, just take a bite of this. Just take a bite of this. No, no, no. If I, guys, you don't, you- You don't understand how serious this is. If I gain one pound on this diet and I see my doctor, um, I won't be eligible to have the surgery anymore. And as much as some people are cool, I don't think anyone is cool enough for me to risk my surgery for and in return my life. So this is for me. And that's why I haven't been really taking dating as seriously the past couple months. Mentally, I've kind of checked out. Like when people ask me, what are you looking for? And I'm like... I mean, ideally a relationship, but I don't even know if I'm going to meet you because, <laughs> I mean, because honestly, I'm just, I'm just trying to focus on me. But also, you know, I want my life to be a little bit interesting where I have some socialization. So, but anyway, that is the update and just the conversation I wanted to get started because I will be uploading probably tomorrow or the day after And just letting you guys know what's up with my first doctor's appointment. So, yep. Well, you guys, uh, you'll hear from me soon. But this is a Date Minds Think Alike.